today. Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject change and without notice. Licensed by the California DOC and BRENMLS 2170037 and 145502 and Cal BRE 01869452 and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries as we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take. How your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me within every market. There are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. That is my message. And I do deliver it every day. We have a very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. And let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance-related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, or ronsingleradio.com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are no operators standing by. I am it. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. While I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan or plan to save you money, I personally work with you. Even if you don't have any needs today, save this number in your phone for future reference. 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. And yes, of course, we are celebrating today. We celebrate every day. Call your doctor day. Okay. It is what it is. National Earl Day. No idea what that is. Donald Duck Day might be as best we get. Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. Uh, I don't know about that one either, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll go with it. Watching the markets today, Dow Jones Industrial Average is now down 317 points. It was down a little bit more than that. Tried to recover, popped back down. We'll see what happens by the end of the day. S&P 5, now we've been on a six- or seven-day winning streak as it is, so... The idea of being down is not altogether bad. Markets never go exclusively in one direction or the other, so don't worry about that being down a little bit. Any given time, it does what it does. It does what it does. S and P five hundred down thirty point thirty four right now. Nasdaq is up five point seven seven. Oil. Off 11 cents a barrel. We'll watch that one for you. Interest rates, the 10-year treasury, down six basis points, almost six and a half basis points. We're now looking at a 0.818 is the yield on that 10-year treasury. And we do know that we're watching that one as well since the 10-year treasury. Well, right now we're looking at that 10-year treasury because... The Federal Reserve starts their two-day meeting today. I don't think they're going to change interest rates at all. Most people feel that interest rates are going to remain steady. The issue will be what is the commentary that comes from the Fed. That'll be what's most important. The German 10-year, that's up just a little bit. It's still giving a negative yield of negative 0.31. Japan is at a positive 
0.02. So basically, put your money in the bank for 10 years, you get it back, but you don't get anything more for it. So we're watching all of those rates as we speak right now and chatting about what's going on in the market. See what else is going on in the world right now. Obviously, we're constantly watching what's going on. What is the real story with some of these protests? And I, I love being able to give you some of the real stories. Black Lives Matter sometimes. And I know, I know, I'm going to get some grief for saying sometimes because here's the fact of it is it only matters in those few instances when it is a black person being killed by the police. Now, have you heard, I'm just going to ask a very, very simple question. Have you heard the number of African-Americans that have been murdered in the city of Chicago? Since 2015, 2,500 African-Americans murdered, 2,500 African-Americans dead in the streets, including one this weekend who was an 18-year-old boy just standing there with his girlfriend shot dead. Did you see that story on CNN, MSNB, hee-haw, ABC, NBC, CBS? Did any of them show that story, or does that black live not matter? I suggest that it's only the black lives that they want to matter are the only black lives that do matter. Or could it be that the people within the Black Lives Movement, probably not the grassroots, but the others, they're part of the pay, they're on the payroll of George Soros, the radical leftist who basically wants to destroy this company, given Black Lives Matter $33 million. $33 million. Ow! And that's his idea there, giving it to corporations, politicians. Media boosting the Black Lives Matter because they think it's pandering to one side or the other. But they don't really tell you that the Black Lives only matter in certain instances. I watched the message this morning, and I'm going to harass them. KTLA Channel 5 puts the message out from the Clippers before they go back to work talking about all of the black African-American people. And I don't know why where it came as African-American, because they could be Jamaican, they could be Haitian, but they want to call them African-American. That's pub, uh, uh, politically correct. So they come out and they, they show all of the black people that have been killed recently or the, the select group that they want to highlight. But I somehow missed Chief Dorn. I guess that is a black live that does not matter. Right, So it's, it's a very, very subjective idea as to which black lives matter. Now, I'm just going to throw that out there to you, but they say that he was shot several times now as part of the information that came out. And just working as a security guard right there in St. Louis. Because that black life doesn't matter to the protesters out there because it doesn't fit the narrative, right? They don't really, they don't really mean black lives matter. It's kind of like the women's movement. It only means something if it's the women that they want to talk about. You don't, black lives don't matter when it comes to abortion. Black lives don't matter when it comes to black on black death. Black lives don't matter when it's talking about 
blacks killing other blacks in Chicago. They don't matter then. So it's not really all black lives matter. We should say select black lives matter. I just throw that out there for you. And these are just the facts for you to consider. So I really submit that the whole thing is a fraud. The Black Lives Matter social justice thing, they want to dismantle the whole country, throw capitalism out, and have black leadership lead the way into our great socialistic country. That's what they want. So we'll keep on watching MSNB hee-haw. They're not going to give you that information. They're not going to tell you all of these other things that are legitimately going on within the movement because that doesn't fit their narrative. You listen this morning, they want to take 90% of the funding away from the Los Angeles Police Department. Can somebody give me an idea when there's that domestic violence case? Who are they going to call? Do you have any idea who that might be? I don't think it's going to be a social worker. They talk now that they're saying, well, the chokehold can't be used. And I don't know the exact terminology of this chokehold. But I I don't think anybody really wants the chokehold to be used. But law enforcement says that if their gun is taken away from them, if they're able, if somebody, you know, if if that, that might be the only option they have if they've lost their weapon in a skirmish. And you're going to say, well, you can't use that or... If the officer does use that, then their career, their life is over. Well, what are you what are you submitting there? What are you suggesting? Well, you can't use the chokehold and you don't have your weapon. Or maybe you just use your weapon first and ask questions later. Is that the right answer? I don't think so. But these are some of the these are some of the issues that we're looking at when we start saying regulating everything that a police officer can do. They've got a tough enough job as it is. They don't need some politician, some some protester telling them how to do their jobs. I just submit that that is not the right way to do it. And I submit also this Black Lives Movement, the protesting, the looting, has really taken us from a point of unity to a point of division, united somewhat or mostly i don't know anybody i've yet to hear the first person that that was on the side of the police officers in minneapolis that killed george floyd or allegedly killed george floyd george floyd right everybody watched that and said this is horrible one i i like i said i never heard one person that was disagreeing with that Yet, where are we today? What are we looking at doing today? Dismantling the entire police force, the police system? It's going to lead to a lot of problems that I don't think the our society really wants to get involved with. But that's just one person's opinion. What else is going on in the news this morning? Attorney General Barr confirmed focused investigations of Antifa. Interesting there. President says that we are not going to be defunding the police. How does he do that? Well, it has to do with legislation, right? Los Angeles wants to defund the police. Well, maybe Los Angeles doesn't need federal money because they're going to put it into other areas. That's just the way that there'll be, that'll end up happening. So we'll see if the money comes in. Saint uh, Minneapolis, they want to defund the police. Obviously, they don't need federal funds. 
for any of their rebuilding. I just think that that's what's going to end up happening there as well. I don't know that it's a good idea. But California, the bankrupt Calizuelas, formerly Golden State, needs claims to need a lot of money from the federal government. So where is that money going to come from? I don't know. They want it from the feds. But if they keep on going with rogue policies, it's kind of like fighting the Federal Reserve. I, I, I tell folks all the time, if you're an investor, don't go trying to fight the Federal Reserve. They've got way too much clout. I know Javier Becerra thinks that he can sue the administration over everything. But when it comes down to it, the people of the state of California are going to end up losing out big time because they're not going to consider some of the things that may have otherwise been considered, right? I mean, we watch and see, we've already seen what happened when our Congress was not doing their job. They were so so worried about trying to run with a fake impeachment that they weren't watching anything that was going on around the world. They didn't see the pandemic coming. I would submit that the president and some of his team probably did not see the pandemic coming because the president had to be working on defending himself from these fake allegations. Right? We already know that we've got a liar in Adam Schiff. He, everything that he told us, we have overwhelming proof that the president was colluding. But he never, ever showed it. wonder where that overwhelming proof is. But he did successfully... Get everybody's eye off the ball, off of watching what's really going on in society. And it's made, it, it probably cost us tens of thousands of lives in America just because of Adam Schiff, Chicken Schiff, as I like to refer to him. Unbelievable. Now we see the World Health Organization coming out and telling us that you're not going to catch the coronavirus from asymptomatic people. Can we believe them? Can we believe anything that the World Health Organization has to say? We've got all kinds of information that's come from them, but most of it has been inaccurate. Why should we start believing them now? I submit that to you for your consideration, wondering what is the purpose? Anyway, let's move right on where you're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets when we come back. Real estate will lead the economic recovery. How to get out of a lease, seven steps you can take. Should you get another credit card, all that and more, you can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash Radio on Twitter, at Ron Siegel. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, shame on you, but the replay is available, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numero one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey and the area trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Did you know that banks and credit bureaus are rewarded financially if you have bad credit? And the worse your credit score is, the more money they can make off of you? 
How does that make you feel knowing that banks are getting rich off of your hard-earned money? How does it make you feel knowing that if a bank or a credit bureau makes a mistake on your credit report, they benefit from it and it hurts you? The Fair Credit Report Act of 1971 requires banks and credit bureaus to report only accurate information, and nearly 100% of all credit reports are inaccurate. If you're sick and tired of being broke and tired of being robbed by the banks, you owe it to yourself and to your family to call Rondi. Rondi is a FICO-certified credit professional and has helped thousands of people just like you get out of debt and establish great credit. Rondi's number is 855-608-1990. Again, that's 855-608-1990. Or visit creditsanitizer.com. Again, that website is creditsanitizer.com. Are you a veteran, own a home, and need money? The Siegel Lending Team is here to help veterans refinance and get the money they need. The VA100 lets you borrow up to 100% of your home value, refinance your mortgages, consolidate credit cards, and lower your payments by an average of $700 a month. And the Siegel Lending Team knows that character means more than a credit score. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations, NMLS 21037, and DRE number 01869452. Are you a veteran, police officer, firefighter, doctor, nurse, or teacher? If so, you qualify as one of Ron Siegel's VIP heroes, and we have rewards up to $5,000 or $10,000 when you buy, sell, or refinance a home with one of the Ron Siegel Radio Partners. As one of the heroes, real estate agents will rebate part of their commission, lending partners will give a credit at closing, the title company has special published rates, and many other service providers have incentives too. All you need to do is call Ron Siegel Radio at 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit VIPHeroProgram.com. Just think about what you will do with all the rebates and incentives from the partners of Ron Siegel Radio. Just call us at 800-306-1990 so we can show you our appreciation for your service. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800 800-306-1990. 800-306-19. 1990, the Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next mortgage, Gold Star has the programs and the products. You just need to make the call again, 800-306-1990. Dow Jones Industrial Average now down 240 points. The S&P 500 down 23 points. NASDAQ is up 30 points right now. Wow, NASDAQ up 30 points. Again, the S&P 500 down. We're looking at 10-year treasury. The yield there is down seven basis points. Mortgage-backed securities, the yield, the bond itself is up, which means interest rates are dropping. Well, I kind of like that idea. I guess I should have my friends over here. Yeah, we get the dropping interest rates. But again, as I tell you all the time, all that information is available on the super secret website, google.com. What is the reason for all of this happening right now? So 
We're going to take a little bit of a look at it. The World Health Organization again reported yesterday that it's very rare, quote-unquote, for the coronavirus to spread from individuals who are asymptomatic. Good thing it's hard to know is someone is truly asymptomatic or just has a very mild case with symptoms. Also important to know that infected people can still spread the virus before experiencing symptoms. Stocks sharply lower after a six-day winning streak. Mortgage bonds are higher today, breaking back above their 50-day moving average in economic news. The NFIB released their Small Business Optimism Index for the month of May, which increased from 90.9 to 94.4. Looking deeper into the report, plans to hire rose seven points. Capital spending rose two points after two months of declines. Plans to increase inventory rose six points. Those that expect a better economy rose five points. And those that expect higher sales was up eight. Points. NFIB's chief economist, Bill Dunkelberg, said, I quote, as states begin to reopen, small businesses continue to navigate the economic landscape rocked by COVID-19 and new government policies, unquote. He also said that, quote, it's still uncertain when consumers will feel comfortable returning to small businesses and beginning spent begin spending again. But owners are taking the necessary precautions to reopen safely, unquote. CoreLogic released their loan performance report for the month of March, showing that loans 30 days or more remain stable at 3.6%, while seriously delinquent loans, which is defined as 90 days or more, were also unchanged at 1.2%. Seriously delinquent loans in foreclosure were also unchanged at 0.4%. So today we're going to get a $29 billion 10-year note auction. We'll get that information. Uh, Yields around 0.82%. It'll be interesting to see if there is a decent level of demand and appetite for those. Housing Wire articles showed that 26.1% of renters surveyed with leases expiring in the next six months said they are likely to renew their lease. 26.1%. 35.9% are not likely to renew, and 38% are somewhat likely or not sure at the moment. Renters who pay more than $1,750 a month are the least likely to renew at just 18.7%, while 41.6% said they are not likely to renew. Speaks for the shift from city life to the suburbs, exurbs, and may continue to fuel demand for housing. Now, remember that $1,750 a month, that is a national number. Our numbers here in Southern California are significantly higher. Fed's going to be buying $4.5 billion in mortgage-backed securities today, and we'll kick off their two-day meeting, the release of their statement, and Jerome Powell press conference to follow. will start at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. our time tomorrow. So we're watching all of that for you. That is the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Gold Star Mortgage. When you're ready for that next mortgage, Gold Star has the programs and the products. You've got the call. Make the phone call, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. So being that we are talking about the leases in that last little bit there, how to get out of a lease, seven steps you can take. 
And we'll just get into it. Maybe maybe you need to break that lease and don't know what to do. If you're wondering where to start, don't worry. We've got a few things to consider while exploring options about getting out of a lease. What happens if you break a lease? Leases are legal contracts. So this is a pretty loaded question. A lot depends on the wording of your lease, where you live, legal factors, and other information. Before we delve into the details, a quick note. We are not providing legal advice. Consider our information as jumping off point for this topic. If you're considering breaking your lease but need help with the finer legal points, speak with an attorney. So what are some of the reasons to break a lease? If you want to break your lease, you're not alone. It's not uncommon for people to break their lease, and for good reasons. Here are just a few. The rental unit is uninhabitable. Most landlords are obligated to perform general property maintenance, ensure the property adheres to health and safety code. Circumstances that could make a property uninhabitable include black mold, a lack of running water, or a lack of proper waste disposal. If you feel your space is impacting your ability to live healthily, you might need to break your lease. The landlord illegally entered your rental space. Landlords must provide legitimate reasons for entering your home, and in many states, they must provide written notice before they do so. If your landlord is invading your space or allowing others to do so, you might not feel safe or like you have appropriate privacy. You're on active military duty. If you get deployed, you may need to get out of your lease earlier than you planned. You're a victim of domestic violence. You might have someone living with you or someone who simply knows where you live and has access. Either way, if you're dealing with domestic abuse, you might need to move to protect yourself. If this is the case, please seek help to protect yourself. You're struggling to cover your rent each month. You might still love your home but you simply can't afford it anymore, whether you're struggling with income laws due to an emergency such as COVID-19, medical bills, or a change in job status, getting out of your lease might feel like a necessary financial move. Look at your options to see if breaking your lease is something you need to do for your financial well-being. How do you get out of a lease early? First, there's no guarantee that you can get out of a lease early without paying penalties. Those penalties are typically defined by your lease and can include one or more months of your lease or other monetary compensation to the landlord. But if you have a real need to get out of your lease, it's always worth looking into your options. Here are seven typical steps to take while considering whether breaking a lease you're in is right choice for you. One, read the lease document and document everything. Before you take action, be sure to look over your lease. Read it three times, says Joel Winston, a litigation attorney. Your lease should spell out the procedures and penalties for canceling early. Look for details that cover what happens if you terminate the lease early, including whether you'll be held responsible for the entire remaining term of the lease or a lesser amount. In many states, landlords cannot use the fact that you left early as a windfall, seeking full rent from you while also leasing to someone else. However... If they only rent the unit at a lower rate than you were paying for the remainder of your lease, you might be required to make up the difference in cost. You might also have to pay for the advertising costs to find a replacement tenant. You should also look for information in the lease that details the landlord's responsibility. If he or she is meeting those, you might have a way, it is not, is not meeting those. You might have a way to, out of the lease. Just don't make up problems with the property that don't exist to get out of your current lease. Quote, try 
to be open and honest and approach your landlord in a nice and friendly manner. If there are problems landlord isn't adequately fixing, put the complaints and problems in writing. Keep a copy of the document for your records in case you need to break the lease, which could embroil you in legal action with the landlord. Number two, communicate thoroughly. Let your landlord know what you want to do and why you want to terminate the lease. Some may be more flexible than others. As difficult as it may be, try to think of the circumstances from a landlord's perspective. Terminating a lease early might put an owner-landlord into a financial bind, especially if they have to spend time and money securing a new tenant. If it's not out of the question to assist your landlord in finding an adequate replacement, if they're willing to work with you and allow you to terminate your lease earlier in exchange. Number three, get confirmations in writing. Make sure you get written confirmation of any changes to the lease. If your landlord says you can move out early with a small penalty or no penalty, get that in writing. Never rely on a verbal agreement. It'll be your word against theirs. Should you end up in collections or in court, the written terms of the lease will likely prevail unless you have written, signed documentation, agree, have agreed upon changes. If the landlord won't budge, won't put anything in writing, or won't compromise, you can still create your own paper trail by communicating in writing and keeping a record of the letters you sent. Send those letters via certified mail to ensure you can prove the landlord received them. Number four, don't forget the walkthrough. No matter how anxious or excited you are to move out, Protect yourself from unexpected charges by doing a walkthrough with your landlord and getting a written record of the results. This could prevent your landlord from trying to keep a security deposit for property damage or seeking compensation from you later for surprise expenses. Should your landlord refuse to do a walkthrough, take detailed pictures or videos of the property's status the day you leave. Number five, don't make assumptions. When it comes to breaking your lease, avoid assumptions. Specifically, don't assume your security deposit will take care of any remaining balance or fees you owe. When you are breaching the contract, it doesn't always entitle the landlord to scoop up your security deposit. Just a thought for you. Number six, know that there are exceptions to the rules. You may have legitimate reasons for breaking a lease that aren't spelled out in the actual lease, lease, such as safety or health reason directly connected to the property. Essentially, the warranty of habitability is a landlord-tenant legal doctrine requiring landlords to maintain rental real estate in reasonable condition that are fit for tenants to live safely. The warranty of habitability is accepted law in most every jurisdiction in America. In some states, the warranty has been established by decades of case law, but in other states, the warranty has been expressly established by legislation. And remember here in Calizuela, generally the renter is going to get every advantage possible. So I just throw that out there for you. Number seven is get help. Landlord-tenant laws are state-specific, so it's a good idea to research your rights as a tenant before signing your name on the dotted line. If you believe a landlord's actions are illegal, you might be able to get help from legal aid programs, a local housing agency, or a consumer protection attorney in your state. That is the Mortgage Minute and some ideas there on how to get out of a lease, some steps you can take. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate current events and the financial markets when we come back. Should you get another credit card? What is a judgment? Everything you need to know. Ways to stay on top of your business finances. All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990. 
800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio on Twitter at ronsegal. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Siegel Lending Team offers you buying power. Let's say you can afford a monthly mortgage payment, including principal and interest, of around $1,900. With today's rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage of 3.75%, APR 3.85%, that payment could support a $416,000 mortgage. But if you wait and rates tick up to around 6.5%, which is roughly the average home mortgage rate over the past 30 years, that same $1,900 mortgage payment, including principal and interest, may only be able to support a $314,000 mortgage. That's over $100,000 worth of home. You're missing out on by waiting. That's buying power. All you need to do to get started is reach out to the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance. Call us for full details, 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990. Or SiegelLendingTeam.com. Equal housing lender, licensed under NMLS number 217037. Are you purchasing or own a luxury home? If you're like so many others, your home is your largest asset and the mortgage is your largest debt. The Siegel Lending Team has some amazing financing opportunities right now. Jumbo loans up to $2 million, 30-year rates below 4%, 15-year rates near 3.5%, and if you can believe it, 7-year interest-only hybrids in low threes. The Siegel Lending Team has all the options for your jumbo or second home loan requirements. Take advantage of them while you can. To learn more about all the other financing products available from the Siegel Lending Team, call 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Again, call 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal housing lender. Homeowners that are 62 and older are about to find out a great way to live a better retirement. It's called a reverse mortgage, and SLT can help you learn more. Call the Siegel Lending Team at 800-306-1990 right now to receive your free booklet with no obligation. It answers questions like how a reverse mortgage works, how much you qualify for, the ways to receive your money, and more. When you call the experts at Siegel Lending Team today, you'll learn the benefits of a government-insured reverse mortgage, how it will eliminate your monthly mortgage payments, and give you tax-free cash from the equity in your home. Here's the best part. You still own your home. Now is the best time to take control of your retirement. Call 800-306-1990. That's 800-306-1990 to get your free brochure. Call today or visit our website at SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or simply call 800-306-1990. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions, as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message. And I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990. The real-time real estate segment today being brought to you by the area trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. 
Text SLT Home Digest to 79564SLT. Home Digest to 79564. Find your dream home before someone else does. When you get the digest, it's going to tell you precisely what the county recorder knows about your property. It'll tell you precisely what the market believes about your property. Again, SLT Home Digest. Free service from Ron Siegel Radio. Real estate will lead the economic recovery with more U.S. states reopening for business this summer. And as people start to return to work, we can expect the economy to begin improving. Most expert forecasts indicate this economic recovery will start to happen in the second half of the year. As we get back to work and the financial landscape of the country begins to turn around, many experts also agree that real estate has the potential to lead the way in the recovery process. According to Ivy Zellman of Zellman & Associates, quote, Housing will fare better than expected during this severe downturn. In addition, CNBC, they've got some information for us as well. I'm just trying to get a chart up here on the screen for you to see. Right there we go. Okay. So CNBC gave us a little bit of information as well. Uh, Where'd it go, Joe? Come on now. Mortgage, quote, mortgage demand from home buyers shows unexpectedly strong and quick recovery. The quick recovery has surprised most forecasters. Robert Dietz, chief economist and senior vice president for economics and housing policy of the National Association of Home Builders, says, quote, Overall, the data lend evidence to the NAHB forecast that housing will be a leading sector and an eventual economic recovery. One of the big reasons why housing has the potential to be such a driving force is the significant impact it has on the local economy. This impact is particularly strong when a newly constructed home is built and sold. According to a recent study by the National Association of Realtors, NAR, the average home sale has a total economic impact of $88,416, and I've got a graph showing on the screen right now. Remember, this is national numbers, probably a bit higher in Southern California. To the income generated from real estate industries, 24000 Expenditures related to the home purchase, 4600 Multiplier of housing-related expenditures, almost 14000 And new construction, 45000 With so many unknowns today, especially in the wake of a worldwide pandemic, one factor is the bright spark the housing market can play in local and national recovery. Buying and selling a home goes well beyond personal growth and satisfaction. It supports our economy as a whole. According to experts, the economy will begin to recover in the second half of this year. With real estate as a driver, that recovery may start sooner than we think. That is the real-time real estate segment. Again, brought to you by the area-trusted real estate professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Text SLT Home Digest to 79564. Find that dream home before someone else does. Got some ways to stay on top of your business finances. I thought I'd share that with you right now. Obviously, things are a little tight in a lot of areas. Ignoring financial management can lead to severe consequences, including supply chain delays and interruptions caused by cash flow problems. Got 10 tips for you that will help you stay on top of your finances. 
Number one, plan effectively. First of all, you need a clear plan with predefined goals. You won't be able to understand where your business is moving if you have no idea what your financial goals are. That's why you must have a business plan. Approach this process in a meaningful way. Understanding your current situation and taking into account any issues that may prevent you from accomplishing your goals. Make sure that your business plan includes your budget, expected profit and loss, and estimated cash flow. When planning, you should be ambitious and realistic at the same time. When you're starting a small business and you're not restrained by employment, you can make any financial decisions you want. Of course, not all of them will be good, so you should be ready to experiment, learning from your experience. Number two, create cash flow charts. Many kinds of accounting software you can use to create charts of outflows, payable accounts and inflows, sales of products or services. You can check these charts over different periods of time to see how money flows into your organization and out of it. Obviously, your goal is to make inflows exceed outflows so that you make a profit. However, the most important thing is how big the difference is. Few businesses manage to keep their profits consistent day after day. So this parameter will change over time. Some months will be better than others, and these charts will help you see how your cash flow changes, allowing you to detect patterns in inflows and outflows. This way, it'll be easier for you to understand what causes such fluctuations so that you can restructure some areas of your business and avoid getting a small or negative difference. Number three, have an effective billing strategy. Many businesses have to deal with clients that are always late on their payments and invoices. Having too much money stuck in unpaid invoices creates numerous cash flow problems and can even lead (coughs) to a complete failure of your business. If you want to manage your finances effectively, make sure that your organization operates successfully on a daily basis. If you're experiencing problems with collecting from certain clients, you may try some creative billing approaches. For example, you can change the payment terms so that your customer will get a 2% discount off the overall bill if they pay early. Or if the customer fails to pay within 10 days, they will be charged a late fee. Number four, manage your debt. Most businesses have to deal with debt such as mortgage payments, loan for equipment, or initial funding. However, borrowing only makes sense if the cost of the money borrowed is lower than the income generated by your organization thanks to that money. To be successful, you'll need to, you'll need manage your borrowing costs, especially when it comes to credit cards or loans with variable rates. Assess your debts regularly. Check the repayment costs. Check whether any circumstances have changed and decide whether you need to reduce or increase your debt funding. You should also talk to your accountant to check out other ways to borrow. Sometimes choosing different lender can help you save a lot of money. Number five, invest in development. Very important to invest in growth. When you prioritize growth, you can set a healthy direction for your business finances and the future of your company. Small businesses must grow, attract the best talent, and innovate. Besides, any company can benefit from improving its level of service because customers will appreciate it. Employees will also be happy if you invest in their careers and the company. Investing in growth in these ways allows you to create more value for your organization. Number six, regulate cash flow. The best solution is to manage your finances in a way so that you always have enough cash on hand for three to six months of expenses. If you do this, even a couple of bad months won't have a major impact on your company. 
A few simple tips that will help you improve the situation significantly. Reduce your invoicing payments terms so that your customers will pay faster. Talk to your suppliers and change payment dates so you can align outflows with inflows. Find a good source of business credit so you can borrow short-term money if you need it. Keep in mind that the inventory that is sitting in your warehouse or office costs you revenue and space. Number seven, improve your reporting process. Traditionally, bookkeeping is difficult, but there are many kinds of software that allow you to avoid most tedious tasks, making it easier for you to maintain accurate records. Identify the key performance indicators for your organization and monitor them using effective reporting tools. Small businesses will likely benefit from monthly or even daily reporting. This this approach is called granular reporting and it allows small businesses to effectively manage risks and cash flow. You should also systematize the reporting process. The best way to do it is to build a good financial department or finance department within your organization or to outsource financial authority. Your financial records must enable you to see a complete picture of your company's current state, past, and estimated financial health. Remember the internal payments. Internal payments include rent, energy bills, payment to staff, subscriptions, office maintenance. These internal payments are crucial, and you should make sure to pay yourself as well as everyone else when managing your finances. Review the expenses. You must be able to check your reports on profit and loss, cash flow reports, and balance sheet reports. Various programs can help you create such reports quickly. In addition, you should check depreciation reports, accounts payable, accounts receivable reports. Measure expenditures and return on investment. That's a key one right there. Is Expenditures are good in some instances as long as you've got the return on investment, as long as that is working for you. So that is just a little bit more information for you to share. As I mentioned always, you are listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. When we come back, it's your credit matters time. Should you get another credit card? What is a judgment? Everything you need to know, all that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Connect with us, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio on Twitter, at ronsegal. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, ronsegal1, ronsegal the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564. Complete a three-minute complimentary survey and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. Most businesses struggle to get the online reviews they need to get a competitive edge over their competition. Rex is a brand new technology that uses text messages to direct happy clients to your online review sites, Zillow, Google, Facebook, and Yelp and unhappy clients to a private survey so businesses can win more customers. Try Rex today by going to www.meetrex.com. 
Are you currently renting a home? Do you like paying someone else's mortgage payment? Why not explore the options to purchase your own home? Can you imagine a 30-year fixed rate loan below 4.25% APR? This means with $10,500, you can purchase a $295,000 home and have a principal and interest payment of about $1,400 per month. What are you paying in rent? Does your family deserve the opportunity to take advantage of the current market? To learn more about these exciting opportunities, the Seagull Lend team is standing by to speak with you. Call now, 1-800-306-1990. That's 1-800-306-1990. Or visit SiegelLendingTeam.com. That's S-I-E-G-E-L LendingTeam.com. Or 1-800-306-1990. Rate subject to change without notice. Licensed by NMLS ID 217037 and 145502. Equal housing lender. Not endorsed or sponsored by any government agency. Do you have a goal of mortgage-free home ownership? What if your home was valued at $500,000? Are you aware that a free and clear home could be costing you $2,500 every month, $30,000 per year? The mortgage planners at the Siegel Lending Team would like to show you how you can own your home, generate tax-free income, and accumulate family wealth. You simply need to call the Ron Siegel Team at 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. By sending the team a copy of your most recent mortgage statement, the team will send you a no-obligation real estate plan. You be the judge if this is right for your family. Again, all you have to do is send the team a copy of your mortgage statement by email to reap at ronsiegelradio.com or call today, Ron Siegel, 1-800-306-1990. That is 1-800-306-1990. Great subject change and without notice. Licensed by the California DOC and BRENMLS 217037 and 145502 and CalBRE 01869452 and 1866775. You're listening to Ron Siegel. Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990. Your Credit Matters segment today being brought to you by CreditSanitizer.com. You have a credit report. It is wrong. What are you doing about it? Credit Sanitizer, Jeff Sipes and the Blue Water team have the answers for you. Should you get another credit card? What to consider before you add that credit card to your wallet? You should consider your buying habits and financial strategies. The answer to the following five questions may help you decide if another credit card is right for you. Did you just get a card? Maybe you need to wait. If you're a new card holder, try holding off for one year before applying for another credit card. It can take six months to a year for your card usage to affect your credit score. Without an established credit history, it may be difficult to get lenders to extend you credit. A short credit history can also impact your interest rates, keeping them higher than desirable. If you had your credit card less than a year, getting a new one may not be the best choice right now. Be patient. Use your credit card on a regular basis and pay on time and in full each month when your payment history is the largest factor that determines your credit score. You do When you do apply for a second credit card, the lending company will see how responsible you've been. They'll then be more likely to extend you credit with a lower interest rate. Remember, pay that credit card before the statement closing date. Not due date, statement closing date. 
Pay it then. Then make a small payment at the payment due date so you're never late. Try to build credit. One card may be enough if you want another card because you're trying to build your credit. One card might be enough. The most important part of building credit is using your existing accounts wisely, not adding more. Two cards could improve your credit utilization ratio as long as you don't rack up debt on either card. And if you don't plan on actually using your second card, keep in mind that some credit card companies have a policy of canceling credit cards due to inactivity. And a canceled credit card can cause your credit score to take a dip. So what to do instead of getting a second card, focus on using your current cards more effectively. Pay your balances on time and in full to help improve your credit score. If you're, re- if you're ready to open a new type of an account to increase your credit mix, consider a small personal loan. Already have multiple cards? Review your payments. It may be tempting to have more spending power at your disposal. But before you apply for another card, make sure you can financially handle it. Examine how you're currently managing your credit cards. Are you struggling to pay the minimum each month? Are you unable to make payments on time? If you answer yes to either of these questions, probably not a good idea to apply for another card right now. But what do you do? If you're already having a hard time paying your credit card bills, ask yourself, Why you think you should get another credit card? Is it because you've already maxed out the cards you have in use? Don't open yourself up to more debt by opening another line of credit. Instead, develop a plan to lower your credit card balances and create a budget to help organize and control your spending. A balance transfer credit card may be the solution if you're looking to consolidate your debt into one easy-to-track payment plan. Just throw that out there for you. And remember, you know, I I shared this with you many, many times. The concept here is take a look at having, I suggest, three or four cards. I have a very simple strategy for those three or four cards to use them, use them wisely, and not get behind on them. So you got to make sure that you're paying them on a regular basis. Just had this conversation with somebody yesterday about the concept and how it works. So you get three or four cards, one for your electric bill, one for your cell phone bill, one for your, if you have a landline, another one for that, uh, electric bill, gas bill. Each of those utilities gets its own credit card. Set the credit cards up to auto pay. So you're automatically paying those bills every month. And you would normally be paying those on time. You'd have to. Otherwise, you're going to end up losing your electric in your house or your cell phone's going to go out. And you're going to have an idea of roughly what that payment is every single month. So here's the, here's the strategy. You get that credit card all the time. You're using the same ones over and over. You're paying those bills on the credit card. And then very simply pay them with an automatic payment from your checking account. So if you know you get your cell phone bill and say just for round numbers, it's $150 and it comes out the first of the month, well, set up a payment for the second of the month that you send a money from your checking account right to that credit card that paid that off. Auto pay. So you don't even have to remember any of it. So the the cell phone bill is auto-paid on the credit card. The credit card is auto-paid by your bank account. And you may set it up either on the first, second of the month so it gets there right away, or you could even set it up so that it's done automatically right when you get your, your check. So if you get paid every Friday, set that up to go the Friday after you, you pay that bill or after that bill is due. You can, if you get paid twice a month, set it up that way. But that way it's all easy. 
And if you're doing that with your cell, your, your electric, your gas, your cable, you've got several credit cards that are all being used on a regular basis. They're all being paid on a regular basis, and they're all generating good stuff for you because your utilization will be low. Your history will be good. Your longevity will be good. It'll always be showing as active. Just a thought for you. Again, again just a little strategy on increasing your scores. Just give you a little bit of help there. And if you give us a little help, I'd appreciate it. What do I mean? Hey, set that first radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to John, who's engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime, 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com. And remember, make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio.